Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Show, presented to you, uh, post-game show presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. My name is Ramon Chavez, and from super far away... Uh, <laughs> Apparently so. Apparently so. <laughs> we have Owen Evans reporting from Memphis, Tennessee. How are you, sir? I tell you what, it's quite sticky here. It is. The, people were saying, you know, the humidity would get to me, the heat would get mm. to me, and I tell you what, It has. It has. Yeah, I saw your tweet and I was like, I feel really bad for this guy because I've I've been in humid weather and it's not pleasant mm-hmm. at all. That's why in Phoenix, Arizona, because that dry heat is uh, above the rest. But anyway, uh, let's get to what we have to talk about today, Owen. Uh, rising fall on the road once again. Do we have uh, to? Do we have to talk about it? Do we have yeah. to? <laughs> yeah. No, we. I think we do. <laughs> and uh, Scott coming in uh, quick with the. Uh, the super chat. Uh, thank you, Scott, for the super chat. As always, Ramon and Owen need to grab a couple of beers after being forced to watch and now analyze that showing, though the header was uh, header was legit. Thank you, Scott. I always appreciate the super chats. And if you guys want to join as well, feel free to to do so. And I and I want to uh, shout out everybody in the chats. I'm really looking forward to see what you have to say um, because it it was a tough game. Um, and yeah, it was it was tough to watch, especially how the second half um, uh, ended up. Uh, you know, ending. So anyway, uh, Owen, did, were you able to speak with uh, Rick after the game? Let's get started with that. I was indeed. So just to toss us over straight away, the first question that came in was, you know, was the team a bit, un- well, should Ben feel a bit unfortunate after the performance that he put in? So here's that and a bit on the defending. Yeah, I thought that, I mean, there were a couple of fantastic saves, you know, and uh, we know that's what he's capable of. Um, and, and I look, the, the last goal on the set piece, maybe he can get to it. But the other two goals, um, I mean, there were just defensive breakdowns. So, uh, look, he kept us in the game. You know, that's the only reason we had a chance at, at 2-1. I think the red card, it looked like Ryan might have tripped over his feet. And I, I know he didn't stomp on him. I know it was not intentional. And they've embellished a lot, a lot and they did it in the first half. But... I thought that kind of obviously killed it, but we made too many mistakes defensively in the first half. Better again in the second half, but um, just not good enough. So where do you think it went wrong defensively then? Well, Babu got split, so when we were pressing, uh, uh, we had the ball and lost it. Another midfield turnover, and then Babu got split between he and, and Joey Farrell, and Babu was really struggling with his positioning. Uh, I think he has a either a strained oblique or a torn oblique, but early in this first half, he uh, he was really struggling to breathe, um, and and he said that he landed on his hip on one side and had a pain on the other. So I think that that uh, I mean. Look, no excuses, but positionally he was really struggling and, and he got split and played behind. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I mean I can see I can see the chat is popping off about one particular point of all of that, which is the uh mm. 
reference, of course, to the red card for Ryan Flood. A fair few people in the in the chat they're saying, "Look, it was intentional." Um, yeah, Rick had a lot to say, so let's let's start with that one first, and we'll talk about the defense. Um, so the red card. Uh, did you have a good angle on that? Because I me, did not. I did not. I was no. setting up this camera, and <laughs> all I start here, I start hearing a lot of noise. I look down mm. and. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. So Maybe it'll come up shortly. Um, I thought we planned everything right there. <laughs> but so, to, in my opinion, he—I don't think he, it seemed like it was an intentional stomp. But he did. He did really stomp on him. Like, and in, in after the the initial foul, which looked really bad from the beginning, when you stomp on the guy that's on the ground, it just makes it a, a lot worse. Especially with the with the line judge right there, and then everybody just starting to you know make a commotion. So. It just didn't help, and Ryan should have been a little bit better with that. What do you think? Yeah, it look everything that I'm hearing is just not the not positive on that, to be honest. And I do fear that, regardless of whether you think it's intentional or anyone else, or Rick thinks it's intentional or anyone else, I worry about what the discipline panels are going to do. Uh, it's mm. rare in USL to see the suspension go over a single game, but hey, it can happen. Um, I, you'd have to hope that they don't because Rising's really kind of struggling back there, especially in a situation, as, as Rick has described, whereby Babu isn't fully fit at this moment in time. Yeah. yeah and that's no, going to possibly plague him for a few weeks now. You know, you don't just kind of get over that, you know? Yeah, no, that's one of the things that worried me too, that he said that. Well, I, I think Memphis did a great job going at Babu uh, in the first half just because they know he was going to move forward with the attack. He's, he was looking to, to join that. And they just, you know, put him on in one-on-one situations. You could tell he was winded. And I, and I feared it was an injury just because the way he was looking or, or limping a little bit. And so a, a torn oblique, even if it's just something that's just maybe just hampering him, it's not good news for the defense. Because I think today, Babu, out of everybody, was one of the best uh, out of the entire defense. So it's, it's not good to hear that. Um, speaking of defense, Owen, uh, the game did not get off to a really good start, especially in the first minute. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> why does this continue to be the same story with Rising? We, you know, the, the game happens, you know, they lose. Rick tells us something during the week. We see all these social media posts, like working hard, we're hard at it. You know, the next game comes about and we get the exact same thing at the beginning of the game. So what what is going on here? Well, Rick actually pointed to that today. He said, look, we're still not doing it. We're just not showing up at the start of games. Uh, and yeah, they very clearly didn't. Ben Lunt played the game of his life, and it started from minute one. That very first minute, forcing to save. Just as soon as that player was through, I was just looking at it like, oh no, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Like even a minute in, you're just like, here we go again. I, yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, we knew that certain elements of this. We knew that Memphis were going to attack with pace. We knew that. Uh, <laughs> rising is typically vulnerable to that kind of an attack. Mm-hmm. And the main adjustment that we saw really out of choice, that is at least, was uh, Kev Lambert to come in into the back line. I do actually have something from Rick on that. So why don't we go ahead and just listen to that first? We're six and one with Kev and Joey at center back. So uh, also I thought Kev's last performance in the midfield, he struggled a little bit on the ball. So we tried to get Aiden on the ball a little bit more. And, you know, uh, again, it took us a while to get the rhythm going, and that just seems to be our problem right now is uh, we're not up for the fight in the first 15 minutes. You have to earn the right to play, 
and then once once the game settles down, we're, we're really good. But uh, we've got to get tougher and we've got to get meaner. Yeah, so as we said there, as I was just saying to you prior, Rick admitting that first 15 minutes, this team just isn't showing up. And let's be honest, they haven't really after that mm-hmm. very first game against Monterey Bay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's and, and it was rough to watch. You could see, especially in the first half, and and I understand Rising's game plan is not to have the ball a lot of the time. I completely understand that part. But when the possession is almost 70% to 30% and you're just standing in the back and there's still gaps in the defense when you don't when you're not playing, that's it's it's a really big cause for concern. And that's and that's what I was really upset about. That that first half, especially it just looked like Lambert. Uh, and and Farrell was just not communicating. Babu was just trying his best out there, and Channing was kind of thrown out there, and he hasn't had a lot of minutes either. So uh, maybe the chemistry just wasn't there, I think. So it's it, it was really rough. You know what's remarkable, though? We're having this conversation about Rising getting beaten for pace in the back line, and yet they mm-hmm. left their slowest centre-back at home. So, I mean, <laughs> arguably, it could have been worse. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, uh, not not great at all. Um, let's uh, talk about our DraftKings king of the game because we do have to make a big mention of this particular player, uh, Benjamin Maximilian Lunt. I I did my homework and tried the to full find name, that. the full name, the full name. Because without him, honestly, and everybody in the chat is already saying it. Without him, it could have been a lot worse. And and you know, thanks to Ben Lunt, and this is just again a sign of what's been happening the entire season. He had amazing saves, a few that you know just. Definitely save rising, especially in the first half. But uh, looking at uh, his uh, uh, his statistics here, we have seven saves, one clearance, 16 out of 27 accurate passes. So, yeah, those seven saves, I think just that number doesn't do justice to how important those saves were. So what were your feelings on, on Ben Lent today? Oh, some of those were spectacular saves. Uh, very, very good saves. So, hey. He definitely kept this from being a bloodbath because I think if you had, if he hadn't put in the performance that he'd put in, we'd have been looking at a game that would have looked very much like that Louisville game today. Yeah. And they were coming up against the Baby Bulls, which, uh, yeah, guess who's around the corner? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tweeted it out and I was like, this isn't good, man, because the way, especially Rising, we're looking in the first half. That 6-0 that Louisville put on, I don't know if that's how it ended, but when I saw it, that's... that's uh, yeah, it finished 6-0. Louisville six, Red Bulls two nil. Yeah, it's just imagine that. Like, imagine if Lunt just doesn't have another one of these games. It's gonna be a bloodbath on national television. Yeah. Oh yes, yes yeah. it is, and I, uh, I, I'm worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> very worried that that could happen. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about the second half. Um, and again, thank you for the comments, guys. Let's take a quick look here. Um, yeah, the second half was a little bit uh, better. You know, Rising controlled most of the possession. There was a, a, a change uh, with um, uh, in, in the midfield. I, I'm forgetting who who came in in the first in the second half. Cozy. Uh, yeah, Cozy came, came in. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I did want to ask you about that because I felt like Joe Joey Calistra in the midfield just does not work at all for me. He he he. At times, it just didn't look like he was in the midfield. He wasn't, you know, connecting with Seijas and Quinn. And uh, defensively, it just didn't look like he was uh, he was up to par. So, uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, I think that to be honest, it's 
something that we've kind of seen for a while, right? When Whenever Joey Kalisha gets brought into the central midfield, he doesn't look anywhere near as comfortable as he typically does when he's out wide. And he's able to use some of those skills, his pace, just bombing up and down more so mm-hmm. than you can in the midfield, central midfield, when you're too busy looking for other things as well. Um, I, I understand him there as a kind of a stopgap. I understand him there as someone who, when you're mm-hmm. really struggling uh, in terms of personnel, that he's a guy, you know, if you have to bring him off the bench and fill in that role, you have to bring him off the bench and fill in that role. But mm-hmm. I don't think the Rossi should be looking to him to start in there because it's just not him. And it, it, he's never looked particularly comfortable. Even going back to 2019, when we'd see him sometimes get dropped in there, he never really looked comfortable, did he, in the central midfield position? Mm-hmm. That's why, look, there's enough other options there, right? I think you have to think about those other options from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, looking at his stats, he had 46 touches, 22 out of 35 accurate passes for 63%. Uh, two key passes, ground duels, only won one out of five, and aerial won uh, zero out of three. So it's, you, you need a lot more than that, especially if, if you don't have someone like Lambert in the middle, kind of, you know, coasting around. It's You just need someone that's going to step up a little bit more. So when Koza came in the second half, I think the team kind of stabilized a little bit more because then Seijas and Quinn could be a little bit more creative offensively. Um, and then it's it looked like at times like they were going to break through, but when Lambert is your best offensive weapon, that's that's when you kind of have issues overall as a team. Like uh, Epps wasn't playing well. Moore wasn't doing well. I think he could have done a lot better with one of those chances that he had. He could have lofted it over the keeper. Uh, and then just Hurst, he's just not getting the ball at all. So what's going on? Uh, what's going on with that? Oh, I think we need to start. Yeah, we, we've got to find a way of describing how, how Greg Hurst just isn't getting the service. Okay? Yeah. It's it's bad. You mm-hmm. you can't have a guy who was kicked off the season as well as he did, was scoring goals as well as he did, and you just can't seem to get him the ball. Now, is it him? Is it the players around him? Is it the system? There's just a lot of things that just, for whatever reason, aren't quite adding up. I mean, you also have to remember that Claudio Repetto was left at home today. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some others were as well. Daniel King was. He's That wasn't by choice. From everything that I heard, he, he was ultimately forced to stay uh, back in Phoenix. Hopefully should be back for the next game, though. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's... I, I, for whatever reason, the attack just isn't quite working, mm-hmm. and they they create certain chances. There were some moments in that first half. There was a ball played across the face of goal. You think, okay, good, right? It, yes, no one got on the end of it, but it's it feels threatening. There was, mm-hmm. you know, Marcus had that one chance that he really should have probably done better with. Yeah, uh, but they they just can't seem to really get the service to Greg and consistently create chances in in that kind of a. <laughs> the way they should be let's be honest no for sure and uh bj here has a great uh uh a comment he's saying uh, let's be honest would arturo really make a difference right now i think so i think in this in this type of game he could connect better with you know the midfield and, and the uh and the forwards and kind of bring that chemistry up up to the to the field because I, I feel like sometimes in the final third is just they get everything well up to that point where it's the last pass to put someone in front of goal or or just give an opportunity so i, I think they're really missing him right now yeah it look you're always going to miss a guy of Arturo's quality mm-hmm. uh but at the same time let's not pretend that i mean yes he was starting to come into his own uh by the end of what, what's been his season so far right before mm-hmm. the injury but 
when you look back at earlier, you know, it, I don't know. It, it's there were still fingers being pointed at Arturo earlier on about was he quite playing as well as he could do? Because we all know mm-hmm. what he's capable of. We all know what his potential is. But the question was, is he really living up to that? And yeah. it didn't quite look as though he was. But I, I, I don't know. At this point, it, it just feels as though there's a lot of things that just aren't going right. And it starts at the back. It continues up top. There, mm-hmm. There's no real fight at times from these guys. Or when it does, it's always too little and too late. It's yeah. always, you know, we, we saw a, a great deal of fight then when they were losing. Uh, but that that's just not good enough. You've got to be showing that same fight from the very start. Because when you come away and play teams like Memphis, you go to teams like Louisville, you're going to concede early goals if you come out like that. And then you're mm-hmm. chasing the game. And they've been chasing these games now for months. And while they fight back, they never quite fight back in time. Yeah, and that's one of the things we talked about on Thursday is that I wanted Rising to come out with the fire, to hit Memphis in the mouth first, control the game from the start, and play their game. But they fell down early. They had to claw back. And even though they, they did a good enough job in the second half to kind of keep it you know, pretty even, they just weren't able to score that second goal. And once you know the Ryan Floods uh, situation happened, that's when it all came crashing down. And you, and you could see it with the players. They were pretty much... Well, this is it. You know, this is another uh, another situation. So not not good on that end. All right, Owen, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about OG's brands. Uh, if you guys haven't, uh, make sure to visit them at their website at ogsbrands.com. Uh, OG's actually just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, which is Pina Colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. So, again, you guys can check out OG's at their website at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase OG's. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to need to to get some today. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrated. And I'll be honest right now, just like not not the breaking down Ramon, just like the fan Ramon. It's it's tough. I saw some of the comments here. It's like, are we going to see Ramon be positive? And I'm really trying to be. But it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Rising one not point, One point in 18. I'm just leaving it at that. One point out of the last 18. May 28 was the last uh, time Rising uh, won at Hartford. Before that, it was May 7th against San Antonio. That's two wins in what? Almost close, more than two months, basically. So it's... It's rough, man. It's like the it, you. The more we analyze, and the, and we were talking about this la- the last few uh, episodes, Owen, that it gets frustrating because you see the same displays on the field, the same things happen. There's no change, and then after the show, we just kind of sit here and say, well, "Okay, well, let's just put our hands up and let's forward, let's look forward to next week." It seems like the season is slipping away game by game, and it's and it's rough. It's, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, you know what? We'll. <sighs> I tell you what, now you've done that. Do you want to look, have a quick look around the league at scores? And I what's don't. Going on? <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, I, I, I know you don't, but I'm still going to make you do it anyway. So if and look at what Harry on, just El Paso said. Locomotive. El Paso Locomotive mm-hmm. are currently beating Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Yeah. LA Galaxy 2 are currently at halftime 3-0 up over a 10-man San Diego loyal side at Torero Stadium. That mm-hmm. one is big for rising because these are teams that – are right down there at, near the bottom of the playoffs it's yep. starting to pull away. I mean, at the end of the day, tonight, Rising will be at least, at least six points behind the playoff line, I believe, Yeah. Mm-hmm. looking at this. 
Well, no, it, they could they could be five technically. If Oakland, I think beat Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, Try and pull up the standings as well. So, yeah. but uh, the thing is, there's still more. Hmm, no, because uh, yes, yes. Sorry. So, so yeah, it's because Monterey is up one zero over Orange County, and this this is pretty. Me, my phone looking... is my phone is almost broken here as I'm trying to look <laughs> these standings up. So Monterey and is it's... up one zero right now. They have sixteen points. If they win tonight, they go to nineteen. That puts the difference between Phoenix Rising, Orange County, Monterey, the top bottom, the the three bottom teams in the Western Conference, uh, less than three points basically. That that is unacceptable. And then if you look a little bit forward, the live the live as it stands table actually. So just to really be okay, honest, okay. as it stands, mm-hmm. Phoenix Rising is six points from bottom, but a seven points from the playoffs. That's yeah. as it stands. So this can change. Of course, those games are currently ongoing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that ends up. But it's it's just tough. And then you look at Louisville, which I don't want to. <laughs> and it's. I just feel it's gonna like. Like I'm just imagining like a a four zero or five zero something like that. And it's not. It's like what else can we look forward to? There's no solutions. There's no answers. Like. Like, you know, it's like, what else, what, what else can shots really do at this point? You know? So it's, it, it looks so the, really dire. So the words after the game were right. It's a time to really assess where this is going wrong. And that goes deep down to the level, even of saying, did they get the off season wrong? Um, mm-hmm. He understands that there's a need to turn some of that reflection inwards. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just that point, isn't it? Whereby right now, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Where do you go? I, I don't know. Like at this point, like you bring in another player, do you think that's going to turn the season around? Like what? Like it's, yeah, it's just, it seems like it's just going to be one of those seasons, you know? And, you know, looking at it, you know, just from the outside and it's just, it happens, you know, there's teams that go on good runs for a lot of years and then ultimately they have a bad year, but this is where you show as an organization, your ability to, bounce back and retool and come back stronger the next year. Now I'm not crossing rising off. Like if they go on a three game winning streak, they're right back in the playoff hunt. So, but for that to happen, a lot of things have to happen on the field. Yeah. as well. Yeah. But the thing is, is that making the playoffs is not really a Phoenix rising goal. Is it? Mm-hmm. This team has never just been satisfied with just making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And yet now it's like clutching at straws, trying to find a way they're going to do so. Yeah, I, I I just I I don't know right now what's going on. Um, there, mm-hmm. there's just too much that's just not working right now. There's too much that's just not clicking. It doesn't look like again. It doesn't look like there's the fight. It doesn't yeah. look like there's the execution. And I, I don't know it. You get into the point then where it's like, even if you just say, well, right off this season, how do you improve it for next? What do you do? You're just going to gut and start over. But uh, but then uh, you run the risk of the same thing that happened this year happening again. Right. Because ultimately you've got the same people assembling a squad, haven't you? Mm -hmm. It's that isn't changing uh, as best we know at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, how do let's, you... uh, let's take a look at some comments here because I, I like some of the, the takes that people have here. So um, let's say uh, nothing like being an AZ sports fan. Uh, this from Tyler huffing the copium next year will be a contender. 
yeah, welcome, welcome to uh, yeah, been an Arizona sportsman. Um, Michael says that uh, this season has zero to do with solo. I agree. I don't think this. I don't think having solo here would have changed much. I think just with the it's, team, it's it's a difference between first and I, I, the way I've said it is if this mm-hmm. team dropped to fourth, I'd understand. If you want to compare it to last year, are they as good or, mm-hmm. or whatever? But but this isn't a team that should be dropping to eleventh. Uh, the loss yeah. of Solomon Asante. If the team was that reliant on Solomon Asante to do as well as they did, mm-hmm. then all it shows is that in prior years, the squad construction just wasn't up to scratch because you can't rely long-term on a single player in the way that yeah. people seem to be suggesting now that, that they presumably did. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Scott saying, even now, if, if Rising do make the playoffs, what have they done in the playoffs? So very... I mean, very valid question too. Uh, Renee, I think Rick can save his legacy, but saying by saying he's resigning for the good of the team, there are no answers and nothing obvious that can help. Makes a lot of sense, it, right there. There, there are people putting that one forward. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen, but there are people putting that one forward. Yeah, uh, Pat here says, here's a, "Here's a show idea for you guys. Go look at the signing since the start of the year. I bet it's seventy-five percent misses." I mean, that was basically our grades show, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. We we did kind of do that. Um, yeah. I mean, Lamin Javne, uh, Rick was saying today, still seems to be impressed by him. Um, I don't I know. Like How him. do you think he did? I think he, as far as hustling and kind of being that example, I like what he brings to the field. Now, his definition, <laughs> uh, the execution is another question because now there's two games in a row where he had the opportunity to get rising back into the game you know he had that missed uh opportunity in the last game and then he had a wide open shot in this game where he could have done a little bit more with that so you know rick talked about him being great in front of goal there's two opportunities that could have kind of changed the game and Mm -hmm. didn't do well in either of those opportunities so it's kind of just speaks to maybe the level that he has right now so it's kind of that thing whereby when you get to players and just say, oh, yeah, yeah, hustle, 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 all of, all of that. Mm-hmm. The, these are things that teams with limited ambition tend to say, okay, because we don't care about all of that. We, do they put the ball in the back of the net or do they create mm-hmm. chances? These are things that we really want to be focusing on. And in the chances that he's had, like last game, this game, yeah, he's missed those chances. He's had them there. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of brought this up in the past, didn't we? We we brought up the fact that he, when he first came in, we were looking at a guy who was like, okay, he's just signed from the Dominican Republic League, where he scored, I believe, three goals over a year, mm-hmm. having previously played for Atlanta United 2 and barely got minutes there, didn't score a goal. I, I, I don't know. I, I just mm-hmm. struggle with... I, I wasn't inspired when when the signing was announced yeah. and now, you know, I, I need something to really convince me that that initial <laughs> assessment was wrong. Um, sure. And so far I just haven't been given that. Yeah. Uh, let's take a couple, take a look at cup, uh, a couple of more comments here, Jose. It's over for the, for the year. Might as well work on next year. Just thinking uh, John says it's coaching and nothing more. We have not improved since the first game of the season. Fair assessment right there. Um, let's see here. Uh, Michael's saying that now nah, uh, Laman is uh, decisive in front of net. That's true. That's what he said. Uh, Scott says, poor touch, poor passing, 50-50 balls, turnovers, missed opportunities, off-the-frame shots, chaos being out of strategy while the teams calmly pass the ball through us. 
got to get better. Yeah, definitely in the first half we saw that a lot. Uh, John, uh, haven't been able to defend all season, and what has been done to improve it? Haugley on loan from T2 with basically zero experience. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, yeah. Haugley was given the opportunity, but, you know, it seems like he just wasn't able to crack the starting rotation once everybody got back. So, it's, I mean, that does say something as well. Yeah, but anyway, um, oh, and let's take a, another quick break and talk about DraftKings. Uh, there was, a, I think, Michael. I don't know if you tweeted it or, or you said it here on the chat, but he predicted the score. I think, which was three to one. So if you guys would have, oh my like god, I did, I did say did three one. Did yeah, you say three one as well? Because I think Michael. Yeah, and did I, did, I didn't put money on it, and oh. <laughs> I told you it was so gonna be three one. I, I'm pretty maybe. sure I will go back and find that clip. I, I'm pretty go back sure and you find can. that clip from Wednesday when I said it was gonna be three one. <laughs> no, I think I think you did as well. So if you guys, you know, I don't want you to have the same reaction that Owen just had. So you guys need to make these bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app before the game, so that, that way you guys can get some money. And if you guys haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure to download uh, download it right now and use promo code PHNX. And when you make your first deposit, uh, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. So that's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure to check out the show notes for details. So, yeah, don't make the same mistake that Owen did because then I, I want you guys don't, to get don't, don't let that slip through your fingers in the way that and I then Maybe slip us thing. a 20 or something, you know, because, you know, we're here too, so. <laughs> but yeah, make sure to use uh, the promo code PHNX and download Drafting Sportsbook app today. All right, Owen, what do you want to end on? Because like it's a Saturday night. It's it's actually kind of early here in, in Phoenix, uh, so it's not early for me. And I, I'm just but you got Beale Street. There's stuff to do over there. You know, you can go out in town. Yeah, I know, but I've been sweating for the last like <laughs> however long. It's, it's really hot. Here. Well. <laughs> It's not, but it's, it's, it's just it's humid. It's stuffy. Like I, I had mm. the lens cap from my camera was in my pocket. I picked out and I have sweat through oh, my trousers. <laughs> apparently, um, it was oh, wet. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, somber Saturday or sad yeah. Saturday. Oh man, and arguably that description is just the way to make your Saturday even worse after. A... I think it's tequila Saturday today because tequila. I'm... Or some, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll go to the store real quick and get some uh, some Four Peaks. Uh, yeah, that might help a little bit as well, but yeah. Uh, so just, last thoughts, Owen. Uh, how are you feeling, man? No. You don't want to do it? <laughs> it's, just, it's just tiring, isn't it? And we've been through this. It's tiring mm. when these teams come out. They, they don't look like they're really in a lot of these games. You give the, that mm-hmm. little flash of thinking maybe they are and then find a way to make it worse. And at this point, you know, you kind of are getting to the point where you're saying, do we really expect anything from this team this year? And that's just not where we were at the start of the season. Um, it's not where we should be with the caliber of players that were brought in. It's not where they should be with the caliber of you know, players that remain from last season and what we saw them do last year and what they were capable of doing last year. And, mm-hmm. and right now, I, I don't know. I mean, I say they were nowhere to go but up well <laughs> i don't know orange county and monterey bay we got a little bit lower to go oh, if possible but i i appreciate that jose thank you for keeping us positive and optimistic here um yeah. tyler uh what, what comment are you talking about is it the stadium one i don't know what you mean by that but we need a he says we need a stadium so which is true and we do need one um Let's say Retract says uh, Jeremy Kelly barely playing when he's on loan for us last season. The season he becomes one of Memphis' best players. We talked about it on Wednesday. Play- he was being played as a defensive midfielder with Rising. Comes here, 
playing him more out wide and it's yeah. working. He had, he did a he had a like a through ball that I don't know if it ended up being, being in goal, but I was just like, how was this guy ever on defense? Like, like what happened there? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, just wrapping up here, my last thoughts. Yeah, it's, you know, I want to take Jose's kind of energy right now and be a little bit optimistic. We saw what Rising is capable of doing. We saw it in that stretch in the second half. I know you don't, you're not going to want to hear it, Owen. I know most of the chat isn't going to want to hear it, but we saw what they're capable of, of, capable of, um, and it just makes you wonder what is the one thing that's going to make everything click because there's those stretches where you see the team passing around and, and, and I, and I hear this on Twitter all the time. I, I would like rising to have a little bit more possession. I'll just a little bit more control the game, not give the ball away and kind of sit back and hope that they can have a good combination because that hasn't happened the entire year. So if they can hold the ball for a little bit longer, maybe, you know, try to move the ball and the team a little bit upwards, play in the opponent's half instead of their half and try to counterattack. I would feel a little bit more comfortable with that. Now, is that the strategy? Is that how rising usually play? No, that's not how it is. But you saw how what happened today in the second half where they were able to, for at least 15, 20 minutes, take control of the game and and show what they have. They're they're a talented bunch. We know it. We see it. They just got to put it together. You know how I reply to that one? Yeah, be nice. <laughs> the way I would reply to that one is they've been showing us what they're capable of for weeks mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. All they're showing us now is that they're not capable of turning it into a complete performance. Mm-hmm. It happens for 15, 20-minute stretches mm-hmm. and ultimately just doesn't work long term so hey it's again you can take that positive i guess if you want you can look at it in that sense but the negative way of putting it is week after week after week we see this and yet they never turn it into a 90 minute performance and Mm -hmm. rick is admitting that himself they come out slowly out of the gate every single week so from here i i I don't know how you fix that i don't know how you Mm. get back to just showing up at the beginning of a game um yeah no and I, and I like that comment by renee it says yes more control and stop trying to win the game on just one play you know yeah. that's i think that's a fair assessment right there yeah. um all right a couple more comments here and then we'll wrap it up only four teams in this conference have played less games than rising we don't even have games to make up unless other others drop points rising aren't making the playoff that's what it's looking like Mm-hmm. that's true i i struggle to see at this point really rising Uh, they've got to find a way to go on a run and and at the moment obviously it's not coming now um Mm -hmm. we said this 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 road trip was going to be tough um it's hard coming here it's hard going to louisville and yeah the fear is just that this is going to almost cement some of the the bad vibes around them let's be honest um Mm -hmm. it even came up in the in the post game today with rick was Okay, yes, there's the longer the longer time. Maybe that's a help because everyone just kind of needs to get out of their head a little bit, get mm-hmm. out of the sport a little bit, just have that little break and just kind of put things back together because it's not working right now. It hasn't mm-hmm. been working for weeks. And they really need to get to the bottom of how you fix that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. On that note, Owen, we will end this show. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. I know it's rough, you know, <laughs> coming to the, the post game because we all have this energy and we're looking to, you know, get it off. But I, I appreciate y'all, you know, tuning in every uh, Saturday. Um, we will be back on Tuesday. We're going to be breaking down this game a little bit more. Looking forward to uh, the, the week after next weekend, right? Because uh, I think for 10 days, Rising doesn't play. So 
Uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, um, but yeah, thank you for joining us. We'll be back on Tuesday. Like I said, if you guys haven't yet, make sure to follow us at PHNX underscore underscore rising. If we get to 650 followers, I'll be giving out this bad boy right here, the uh, PHNX scarf so you guys can wear it out on the stadium so uh yeah make sure to do that if you guys haven't yeah make sure to follow us um owen thank you so much for being there i know it's uh not easy you know uh, right now even with the flights right now i was reading about that it's all crazy right now so you know i wish you oh, we, were, we were late we got into here at about 20 past one in the morning our flight did so. not not today no. it was friday morning, yeah but- yeah, well, I wish you a speedy return home. And, uh, yeah, go go grab a, be- a beer at Beale Steer or something, you know. Uh, uh, grab a beer of some variety, yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. I want to shout out our producer, Emma. Thank you for helping us out today. That is it for us today. We will see you on the next one. Until then, take care, be well, and be safe.